Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Weird guy. <laughs> Live from New York. It's a show that doesn't totally understand what you're talking about, Aaron Rodgers. It's first things first. Today, Jerry Jones, confident. And Bruce says the Cowboys are a Super Bowl or bust. It's nothing new. But we reveal the one statistic that will make you think otherwise. Wow. Meanwhile, the most beloved segment in all of sports media finds some unlikely dance partners. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Must we, win. We and finally, <laughs> Wednesdays at 4 o'clock, controversial return of the best segment in all of sports. The committee meeting deep into the night. It's another edition of Nick's Tears, indeed. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm the leader of the show, Kevin Warren. <laughs> Don't put that at the top. It's one thing for you to say it during our social clip. It's another thing for you to start the show with it. You know what? As the leader, I respect your opinion. I won't do it again. And Nick Wright, Nick, do you have a take? <laughs> yeah, I'll save it for later. Let's get on the show. Uh, can stop saying you're the leader of the show. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Oh, boy. We start with Broncos country. Let's take it in stride. I tried. I went to the rhyming dictionary and everything. Russell Wilson benched to avoid injury, so the Broncos wouldn't owe him even more money. It looks like his release, which would cost the Broncos, embrace yourself, $85 million is a foregone conclusion. Nick, you predicted this for months, even when Russ was okay, and Brew and I were trying to get you to move off the take. Mm-hmm. Started off slow, one and five, had 12 touchdowns. You're still throwing some interceptions, uh, touchdowns. Then week seven through 12, five and oh. He had eight touchdowns, no interceptions. And then one and three, six touchdowns, yeah. four interceptions. Yeah. A loss to Billy Zappi and the Patriots. Wow. And it's looking. He's so pleased. Like I'm not, a listen, just, I'm not, no, no he's got nothing to do with us. Thank you, Wilds. Bingo. That's the real headline. Uh, <laughs> one of the most classic of the category two opinions. Everyone. Eventually, right. And people might wonder, you know, how Nick, how'd you know? And <laughs> it's very simple. Watch the games. Okay, see, I knew it. <laughs> uh, he never was playing well. You know how I knew? I watched the games. He was cooked near the end of his time in Seattle. Yeah. You know how I knew? I watched the games. Sean Payton never liked him. You know how I knew? I watched the press conferences. He was going to get cut. At the end of the season, you know how I knew? I read Spot Rack. Yeah. It's all out there for you. It's all available. The games are on TV. The press conferences are there. The contracts are public. And we all could see it if you would open your eyes to it. Unfortunately, and this hurts my heart, what? despite the fact that I am here 
to tell you guys and try to, on things like this, educate you guys for the better part of two years about Russell Wilson, it has been a point of contention. So my dear friends, on a day that could be a first things first, you know, somewhat victory lap, it's just... My victory lap and your guys' collective embarrassment. What did I do? And I, well, I mean, you are a flip-flopper, but you were more <laughs> on that side. And now I have to bring, you know I don't like to do this. Is there a banner? No, there, but there, I is, the banners. there is a clip from before the year even started. And I would ask people, I know it's going to be hard, when we're playing this clip, pay less attention to the wisdom I am spitting and more attention to bruised facial expressions, please. Run the clip if you would. Listen, Brood made a big old thing when he lost the Baker Mayfield-Kyle Trask argument that, well, by week eight, it's going to be Trask. I'm telling you this much right now. I think there's a good chance Baker is the starting quarterback longer than Russ is. Baker is the starting quarterback longer than Russ is. Look at Bruce. Longer Look than at his Russ face. Is. Look at his face. The shock. The awe. And we sit here today, you know and Baker Mayfield has a Player of the Week award, is about to clinch a playoff spot, mm-hmm. and Russ. Oh, no. Look over your shoulder, Wilds. That's not right. I don't know who built doing? that. That's not right. That's, that, that's, that's too much. That's not even much. an editorial. And so, bro, I mean, yeah, you know I don't what? think we should be that surprised by it. What? What's the problem? I'm, I'm happy today. Oh, oh he's going to Because if it, look, you mentioned the social media clips that people are watching. One thing that has come out from them, I am a team player. <laughs> and Nick, mm-hmm. you know, I always say you're very smart and stuff. Thanks, buddy. But you needed a W. Okay. <laughs> you needed a W. It's been a rough few weeks. I had Purdy. You I, needed I had a, well, Purdy's. I mean, one bad Purdy. game uh-huh. does not ruin yeah, the Brock Purdy uh-huh. season. You needed a W. This is a W for you. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take it here. And Russ mm-hmm. will appre- I appreciate. He, I don't think he'll appreciate it, mm-hmm. but he'll understand it because he's a man of faith. This is what comes to my mind when I look at Russell Wilson. Proverbs 16:18. Wow. Pride goes before oh, destruction, oh. and a haughty spirit before a fall. When did this all start? When did Russ's demise begin? When a few years ago, when he started the whole, when it was let Russ cook. Mm. All right. He was in a place where whatever shortcomings he had as a quarterback were hidden. He had a good defense, great defense early in his career, good defense in Seattle, run game and a coach that, you know, like I said, hit his flaws. And they were winning every year, making the playoffs, and making the Pro Bowl. He was making the Pro Bowl every year. And he started with the let Russ cook. He started with the I want to be an MVP. Yeah. He started with the I want to be like Tom Brady. Remember all Patrick that stuff? Patrick Mahomes sitting with Goodell in the right. box watching the Brady-Mahomes Super Bowl. He forgot what and who he was. That's right. And then the trade rumors start and the he wants out and the list of teams he'll go to. And now look at this. He could have stayed in Seattle and he probably would have avoided a lot of blame. Even if his play began to decrease, he would have probably avoided blame because he had led them to their only Super Bowl and yeah. all of that. That's a great point. And they would have hidden. Carroll was good at hiding a lot of this. And now, I mean, my the interesting thing to me too is where – I, I could only think of three teams that might want him next year. Okay. Pittsburgh and, and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, the Raiders, or Atlanta, Atlanta if they don't get like Justin Fields. Like 
Other than that, where else There's is he not, going? New England, maybe. No, uh, we're going to take but, a quarterback. You might not be able to. I mean, you honestly, the, you, I mean, you say that, but you Believe might us. not be able to. Yeah, I guess so. And so the, I mean, so I think I New England's a possibility, uh, especially if Belichick does stay and they can't take a quarterback. There's not a lot. I just, the, here's the other part of it. I, obviously, when everyone heard the news, the first thing they thought of was me being correct. But the second <laughs> thing is, we are in the midst of the golden era of horrific NFL trades, transactions, contract extensions. Mm. I would argue that three of the worst trades in modern NFL history have happened in the last 18 months. And they all involve quarterbacks. And it's either, so one of them would be, and I know this is going to sound harsh, but the Carolina Panthers trading for what will end up being Caleb Williams draft rights and multiple other first or second rounders for Bryce Young. Mm. The Cleveland Browns trading three firsts and a guaranteed contract for Deshaun Watson. And the Denver Broncos, who traded two firsts, two seconds, three players for Russell Wilson, and then gave him a contract extension that has not started yet. That's they that contract they, that. they paid him they paid two firsts, two seconds, three players, and hundred and twenty-four million dollars of cash for two years of Russell Wilson. And context two on the dead years. money, Wild. One bad year. As of this moment, the biggest dead money hit in NFL history is Matt Ryan's forty point five million, Aaron Rodgers forty point three million. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's dead money for the Broncos is going to be more than those two combined. Mm. It's $85 million over the next two years. So they, it'll probably split up 50 and 35. So next year, one of the biggest cap hits in all of sports, or in all of the NFL, will be the Russell Wilson cap hit for the Broncos to not play for them. And the following year, a top 10 cap hit in the NFL will be the Russell Wilson contract to not play for them. I'd th- throw the Trey Lance trade in there too. Right, I mean, the, oh, the, the, picks. the, the, the Niners, three yeah, picks, yeah, yeah, giving up three picks. picks, it's a yeah, disaster. I that's know we make fun of the Chiefs. That, that's not fair. I know we criticize. Nope. Where am I going to go with? I know that we hold the Chiefs to a high standard. Yeah. Mm. How about that? Sure. There you but go. the Chiefs just hold in the fort well, and let everybody else fall apart. The Chargers fired their coach, quarterback injured. Yeah. Raiders switched QBs. Fired their coach. Broncos now have yeah. Peyton are getting and rid those of those teams. They're resetting. But why would the Chiefs too? do? You mean the Chiefs the, should have done something not like no, this No, I'm year? saying the Chiefs can win, are winning the AFC West every just, year just by doing nothing. Right. Well, well, each team is on a that's reset. That's what happens when you got yeah. the greatest. Chargers reset, Raiders resetting, and the Broncos are they're all resetting. Also, let me just show and one the, other thing. I think it's a, you're right. And the Chiefs also, you mentioned those. The, those other teams also made massive, splashy free agent deals. Mm-hmm. Not just the quarterback stuff, but whether trading for Devontae, all the players the Chargers signed, the Broncos, go, yeah. you know, all of that, and the Chiefs just kind of held steady. But can we show the quarterbacks, healthy quarterbacks who are benched this year. You're going to see, aside from Desmond Ritter, there's a theme here. That's Wilds guys, Bruise guy, Wilds guy, <laughs> oh, I will uh, Desmond Ritter, Bruise guy. Hold on, Ritter's the, kind of young the, guy. 
What do you mean? Why? You picked them to win the division. I think you did as well. Bro. No, no, I picked yeah. the Warriors. You, oh, sorry, you just have in the still, playoffs. No, and Ritter's I not my guy. In the uh, but so, uh, can we? Hold on, <laughs> we're missing someone from this graphic. I don't know if we can show it. Oh, notably not on there, Baker Mayfield. So my apologies. Bench <laughs> quarterbacks. Two of your guys. Two there. of your guys. Yeah, let him, let him come back. What? He, he needed. Let him come. I, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Team play. Notably not on there. This has boosted morale in the clubhouse. Nick was Nick was prancing. Around it was exciting. Yeah, a little rough. Uh, Cowboys, fresh <laughs> off of their D plus game in Miami, which was, of course, after their F game in Buffalo, are looking to bounce back. Cowboys are playing the Frisky Lions in Dallas, who have locked up the NFC North. The Lions have. Here's Mike McCarthy. I think this will be our biggest challenge of the year. Uh, it's my personal opinion. Uh, you know, some people may. Di- Differ, you know, as far as Philadelphia to the, the past games, but um, just based off what we've seen on video, you know, at the end of last week and um, you know yesterday, I, I think this is this is going to be this is going to be a heck of a game. Okay, Brew must win. Well, spiritually speaking, yes, you know, and that's what a must win is on this show, right? It's not a tech. They're going to make the playoffs. We all know that, but they need this game because why? When did the doubts really begin about Philly? I mean, people, you know, they were looking at it all. They're they're not, they're winning close games. The gauntlet. The The gauntlet. And we all said, okay, we're going to find out what Philly's made of. And they beat, what, Kansas City, Buffalo. They won three straight good games. And then the end, the middle and end of the gauntlet, they lost three straight. And it was now, everybody's questioning them. We said the same thing about the Cowboys. We're going to find out what they're made of. We're going to see if Dak is a real MVP. And early on, it looked good in the gauntlet. Now we're in that gauntlet. They've lost their last two. And this is – if they win this game, which they should, we'll be able to say, hey, they played two really good teams on the road. True. And, yeah, they got to deal with the road stuff, but still. They're, and they're the Miami team. game is a coin flip game. Yeah, it was a good game. Yep. It was a close game. But if they lose this game, there's no excuse. Like what? What the only explanation? It won't be they can't win on the road against good teams. It will be they're not that good. They're they're a good team. They're They're better than. They're not a great team. They will be three and five against teams that are currently in the playoffs if they lose to the Lions. Yep. And that's not good enough. And they won't. You can't feel great going into the playoffs like that. And I think you're in trouble if you lose three straight at any point in the year. Now that might, if the Cowboys lose this game, that's going to eliminate all the top NFC contenders because <laughs> the Niners did it, right. the Eagles did it, the Cowboys would have done it. But one of the things the Cowboys had to hang their hats on was over the last three years they don't lose back to back. Well, now they have. If all of a sudden you go for two plus years of not losing back to back to then losing back to back to back, I think you're in real trouble. I also think from a non-emotional perspective, from the more technical perspective, you can argue this is a must win because I think the division is still available hmm. to them. It is very simple. If Dallas goes 2-0 and Philly goes 1-1, Dallas wins the division. And if the road troubles are real, which they appear to right. be at least to a degree, maybe I think you guys have slightly overstated them, but I'm not going to act like they are the exact same team at home as on the road then the difference between being the damn two seed and the five seed is massive. Yeah. Being the two seed, yeah. you have a real chance of never having to go on the road. If San Francisco hiccups yeah. in their first playoff game, it goes through AT&T Stadium. And so I think Philly is, and we'll talk more about them later, I understand, mm-hmm. but absolutely ripe for the picking in their next two. And I think that the game at really? the Giants got tougher 
with Tyrod Taylor now playing. I also think Arizona, which scored damn near 30 on San Francisco's defense and got blown out, could absolutely score a bunch of points on Philly's defense. So from a must-win perspective of, if the if I'm right, let me put it like this, if I'm right and the Eagles do lose one of these games, and the Cowboys don't win the division because they lost to Detroit at home, Detroit, that's a dis- But Detroit is a, a, a great is too strong, but why are we just assuming? Because the Cowboys have been great at home. Okay. The Cowboys need the game. Detroit just won the division. Detroit is not locked where they are. Technically, they could even be the one, but right. they need San Francisco to fall off in a way we don't expect and Philly to lose. So I think that there, if the Cowboys, after losing back-to-back games, can't win a home game against the Lions, yes, Detroit's a good team. You know who they're going to face in the playoffs? Good teams. And so, yeah, I think that, it's a must-win on all accounts. Okay. I, I actually, quick, quick double must-win. I'll huh? say for the Lions. And I know not technically, but for who are they? I mean, they go out there, and this is a game where there's now, again, people starting to expect something from you, that usually they lose those games. You go out here and beat Dallas, in Dallas, where they've won 14 straight, now people are really sure. believing. But, yeah. but I, I, right now, I don't, I don't believe in the Lions. Do you spot. believe in the Lions? I, I mean, not a, I don't I mean think like gonna, a chance to get to the Super Bowl? I think their only chance is if all their games are indoors. I, and right now, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Dallas, turns out. Indoors. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan with RJ and Bobby. He's feeling very optimistic about his team. Take a listen. You can take a team like we've got and you can go any place. And, boy, you can make some good things happen and you can win the ball game. And then you do it on another one and then another one. And the next thing you know, uh, you're in the big game. We're in as good a shape as we've been in in many years for this team to um, go on a good game run and win this thing. And uh, that's saying a lot this time of year. A lot of people can't say that. Uh, I mean, just lost two in a row. Uh, Brew, Cowboys, are they still an S-Bob team? Well, that means Super Bowl well, yeah, first, if you're just tuning in. <laughs> first, let me address his quote. Cause, and I, I'm having technical difficulties. Yeah. No, he Did we hear the that. part where he said, <laughs> as far as preparing – this team to go and win a football game, we're in as good a shape. Yeah. He did say that. Okay. Because that's the key. Because you're right. You look at we're in as good a shape as any. Yeah. Okay. They haven't gotten to the NFC title game in three decades. So I guess you could say that. Sure. But that's, a, that's him tipping his cap, maybe saying take a bow to Mike, Mike McCarthy. McCarthy. Right? Because he's saying he believes in our coaching staff to prepare us. Now, you can disagree with that. But I just think that's the context of what he's saying. S. Bob. Absolutely. S. Bob, absolutely. And I feel I said this in the preseason and you youngsters scoffed at me because you really don't understand the full gravity of the Dallas Cowboys and in relation to America and the NFL. You don't. You don't. And I feel even stronger about that today because, one, they are a very good team. Sure. Two, who is the world beater out there? And I get it, San Francisco looks great, but I keep hearing they don't have a quarterback Correct. now. That's right. All right, so you say they don't have a quarterback. Yes, agreed. Philadelphia now looks vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. So why in the okay. world not – no, let me finish. Oh. Why not Dallas? 
Yeah. Why? I, this is the year. This so is more my than ever, they should be as Super Bowl of us and not I, feel satisfied with getting okay. to the NFC title so, game. So, and I'm telling you, Nick, hold on. The Yankees, the Lakers, the Celtics, the Cowboys, when they have a good team, are always S Bob, La Bob, or Wiss Bob. Okay. And w- World Wasab. Series or Bust. But you Wiss Bob. Wasab, it would be. Wasab. Wasabi. There you go. But what okay. they are, they are Super landing. Bowl or Bust. Okay, here's the thing. If we're going to do You kept wanting to interrupt. You kept. Yeah. Well, because Hub. Oh, Brew doesn't have his earpiece. Because <laughs> Hub said we only had 30 seconds. So I was trying to just say this. I, I just. That. No, it's true. <laughs> Your earpiece isn't working. So I just want to get this straight, Brew. So Dallas, because you think they're going to be the five seed, because Philly's yes. not going to lose. So Dallas, go, Dallas to goes to Tampa saying. and wins. Yeah. And then goes to I'm, I'm laying out a scenario. Right. Just yeah, go for then it. goes to San Francisco and beats them. Yeah. Okay. And then in the NFC Championship game, goes to Philadelphia and loses a heartbreaker. Oh, okay. that is. All of a sudden, a bust of a year. Yes. No, it is. There are no, no. There is no. If they beat San Francisco uh-huh. and lose to Philadelphia, and they get to their first the conference NFC, championship game in twenty, how would they feel? Of They're course, not feel, they yeah. get an attaboy. Yeah, like in two months. Yeah. It, but they will not be no, no way. It's, well, then they're no an S freaking way. It's Super Bowl or temporary sadness. Oh. It is. Well, we are no, disappointed see, about how the year ended. We have to up but you're trying no to bus. play on the bus, literally. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So San Francisco or Kansas City. No. Definite S Bob team. Yes. Right? No. If they, they don't get to the, they if they no don't get to the S-Bob. Yeah. No. 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 They are. Go ahead. Go ahead. You yes. know if they don't get to it, what's gonna happen? Matt Nagy will be fired. Matt, so what? 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 Who can me well, Matt Nagy? Okay, well, I, you asked what? An you asked what? And I'm he's saying he's the not, Cowboys he's not make a the conference nobody championship cares, game. And without Someone's the respect, nobody promoted. cares about him. That's no. what's happening. No. Dan Quinn will get that a head coaching not job a bust. out of it. That is not a bust. Okay. San Francisco, what's happening? If they don't get they're the Super They're a spot. Quarterback controversy. Donald McCurdy? Exactly right. Young Montana. New OC? In Kansas City? Maybe. New OC is the old OC? Nick, I can't believe you had that done months ago. No, this Just morning. so you could go. But again, I'm glad. It's good for morale. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to an electric show. Lamar Jackson's favorite media member, Mike Florio, floated out the idea that the solution to Kansas City's offensive woes might be bringing back an old friend, Eric Bieniemy, if Washington and their new ownership cleans house. Quote, someone needs to push the Chiefs to be better than they are. Bieniemy might be one of the one the Chiefs need. If he becomes available after week 18, the Chiefs should consider bringing him back in an effort to get things back to the way they've been. Greg, would this work? Uh, I think it would work, but I, I think there are some things really? that they could address without even bringing Eric Bieniemy back. And for me, it, when you think about the Kansas City Chiefs, there are three things that I feel like they could fix and they would be a much better team. The third is starting faster. Like, this is a team that has always been 
a start fast type of a team. They get up on you. They can play from behind. We all understand that they can play from behind. But this year, it's just been brutal. They're only scoring four point four points in the first quarter. When you look at history for them, they're over five. I mean, they're even higher if yeah. you go back years. Mm. But then the second for me is uh, what did I have down here? Improving in the run game, like. Everybody says, oh, you got to run the ball more. They don't run the ball. They do historically run the ball pretty well. Almost, if you look at their numbers, almost five yards a carry, which is really good. Last year, they were eighth in the National Football League. This year, they're almost at just four, which is 14th middle of the road. They just got to be more efficient on the ground, and it opens things up. And then lastly, I think this is the number one thing is the turnovers. It's the whole thing. It's the turnovers. And and, and for me, you got to be better with protecting the ball. That's Patrick Mahomes. That's the receivers from. Any ball carrier that has the ball, the numbers are right there. They're very telling. But this all will eliminate what everybody's talking about, the issues. Oh, the Chiefs can't score points. Well, they would be able to score points if they didn't turn the ball over, if they started faster, and all these things weren't on a list. So I I agree with everything Greg just said. So I listen, there are some – one thing – there's a few things you didn't mention that I think they could do. But to me, the turnovers are – 85% 85% of it. But the first thing is they need some speed on the field. They just don't have it right now. MVS is not providing – nobody's scared yeah, of him right now. Play. And And not even – even just to stretch the defense, just to allow the intermediate stuff to be open. That's when Hardman coming back could have helped them, but then he immediately got hurt. Does Mahomes want to throw the ball to MVS? No, that's – no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's why I'm saying MVS was supposed to be that field stretcher, but he hasn't been. Okay. And so hard, Hardman come back. It's one of the reasons they like, despite all the problems, yeah. having Kadarius Tony on the field is because he threatens the defense and they have to respect it. I want Andy to take over everything offensively. Yeah. I want him to. Uh, it was a nice, you know, work share agreement with Eric Bieniemy. He has the same one with Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy is not Eric Bieniemy, and I can't trust that Bieniemy a that Washington's going to get fired. They're going to fire the whole staff and bring him over. That's a lot of speculation from Florio. Patrick's got to be Patrick, which he was against the Patriots. He wasn't close to that in the game against the Raiders. But when I say it's the turnovers, I mean it's the turnovers, bro. They don't lose if they don't lose the turnover battle. We can show you the season. When they've won or tied the turnover battle, they're 6-1. But keep in mind, the one loss, the turnover was a pick six. Yep. So that's like a double turnover. Yep. You know what I and then, so I'm not saying, Brew, it is easily fixable. What I am saying is it is not your typical type of stalled-out offense that can't move the ball. Because w- they are moving the ball, but then they are shooting themselves in the foot. So I, I do think it's simple in and that And I will regard. quickly add, like, we, we, we at nauseum, and you as well, like, we talk about the drops and all these things. Like, this is a young team. You've said this several times from a positive perspective. This is a very young team. Mm-hmm. And I feel like them winning the Super Bowl with Sky Moore at, at, on his rookie in his rookie year and Kadarius Tony being young, yep. like, it, it was like this sense of entitlement. Like, oh, this is what we're going to do. We won, I won early, and now all of a sudden we expected them to just take the next step. Well, defensively, the, yeah, the young have. unit, they did. But offensively, they have absolutely regressed. I mean, everything you guys said was right. Remember I said yesterday they run the ball more because yeah. Pacheco can, and Edwards Hilaire can run. I mean, I'm not saying they're great running backs, but they're good running backs. But to say it's simply the turnovers, yes. But that's like saying at least – I get that they haven't done it historically. But to Giannis, just make your free throws. Yeah, hit, hit. I mean, Mahomes is forcing stuff, and that's creating turnovers because he's got to. 
because guys aren't really that open or when they are open and they they dropping some of them like some of them are deflected and so I think it's easier said than done to say that about the turnovers. I want to ask about being to me because, you know, I said a month or so ago, they do miss, I think they miss his tough cop, you know, approach. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, I am a believer in having a tough cop. But, Greg, can you hire a guy to be a tough cop for like two weeks? I, I just don't, even though everybody, like, I think you have to just be a tough cop. Like, you guys come in the building, and this guy, that's who he is. and that. But to hire a guy that walks in, all right, I'm going to get everything straight. I'm going to start, you but know, getting off on you guys. Yeah. Like, can you do that? What you, I think you're about to say is what I agree with. Like, because he's already been there, he's, un, like, he's not even a full year removed. He understands what's expected and what's, what needs to happen. For me, I don't think you can have a guy in that building that all of a sudden uh, flips the switch sure. and says, right. oh, I'm the tough guy right. now. Yeah. No, nobody's going to buy that. So we all get it, like catch the ball, it's thrown to you, catch it. Well, I went back and watched all of Mahomes' interceptions because I was going to make a social media video of, like, these aren't Mahomes' trying to be fault. Instagram famous. And, and, yeah, I'm trying to get Instagram famous. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get that Celsius. Some of them are Mahomes' fault. <laughs> a lot of them were Mahomes' fault. Of, yeah. Yeah. So, like, other than so, telling the greatest quarterback to be better, no, but do you want to do these two things? Because I pitch you two other things. One, yeah. the trick plays, like one of the turnovers was, let's snap the ball to Pacheco and hand it off to Mahomes. Right, right. Now, if it works, it's like you're the genius. When it doesn't work and it turns into a touchdown, it looks like a foolish play. Yeah. So you can either stop doing these trick plays no. or not go to Tony who's coughing no. the ball up. I, so I, uh, I, and this is why in you guys a month ago, uh, I think disagreed with me on that, but maybe you're coming around a bit. A big part of my solution for the Chiefs was Patrick Mahomes play like the best player alive. But he, why is the, he? Well, I think a lot of reasons. One is, I think a low-key right now problem with the team is the two offensive tackles. Right? They were they had brought in Donovan Smith. They're now starting a third-round rookie. Mm-hmm. He, you know, Jawan Taylor is the big offseason acquisition. He, after playing well early in the year, despite the penalties, is not playing well. I think Mahomes doesn't trust the receivers are going to no be where question. he's going to be. That is and huge. so he is he's not. Thro- it's it's almost the reverse of the Purdy stuff. Like, Purdy's guys were so constantly open and so constantly where they were supposed to be that he was playing, in my opinion, better than he actually was because he had full-blown confidence that he was going to be where he is. Now you have Mahomes, who's almost skittish at, you know what I mean, at times. But I, the Patriots game, and again, it's another thing that you guys thought I was oversitting. I think the Patriots have an excellent defense. We do. And Mahomes, I know there were two picks in that game, but I thought Mahomes played an A-plus game. Yep. And I think that is, that is going to, the, the only solve for this team, if the defense allows more than 13 points, is going to be Mahomes yep. play A-plus football. And if there's anyone in the league that can do it, I believe it's him. But he's got to string it together for a month. Okay. Kelsey? Hmm? Mm. Ready to have the conversation? No, not yet. No. He's kind of enough thousand yards. Yeah. He's having. He's playing well. You not sure? As well. He's, he's, he's making drops too. I mean, he and Mahomes is getting to both of them. Uh, There's no doubt. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Right. Aaron Rodgers joined the Pat McAfee Show to expound on his curious return to the Jets, saying that he actually was overruled and didn't want to cost anybody a roster spot. Uh, I asked to be put on IR, he told McAfee, but then there was a conversation. Do you want to practice? I said, not the expense of somebody getting cut. I know how this works. Obviously, I got overruled there. It is what it is. Uh, this was an interesting situation. He also said that he spoke to the player who was cut, and he was vested, so he still got his money. Explain that. Um, so, Greg, your reaction to Aaron Rodgers' latest interview. <clears throat> this entire time, all he talked about was coming back. Yeah. Never once did it cross his mind that him coming back is going to take someone's roster spot. Mm. I find that very hard to believe. Aaron is, if nothing else, he understands big picture. Mm -hmm. But what's in the center of that picture is always him. Like this is, and this is, when I say it, it's like I'm just trying to attack Aaron. But this is true. All can, a couple things can be true. He can be very narcissistic. But he can also be a very great football player. Mm -hmm. Both are true. We understand that. But the one that we're looking at right now is this guy that is acting as though he didn't sell us the idea of him coming back off this injury, him playing this season, him making it really about his recovery because this team wasn't good enough to even make the postseason. So all our attention was focused on him. This entire season has been about Aaron yeah. Rodgers, and he's been hurt. Like, I get, he is a great player. I played with the guy. I won a Super Bowl with this man. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable talent at quarterback. You win with him. You are better because of him. But also what can be true is he is an individual that thinks about himself. Of course. No, that's very well said. And look, I, I don't want to – I hate to come up here and say he and Robert Sala are definitely lying. <laughs> but there is no way <laughs> – there is no way I believe that if he said, just put me on the IR, that they would have said, no, no, we're putting you on – you know, we're going to let you practice. I mean, they – this whole the only reason Sala and Douglas and 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 Nat Hackett and half a third of the roster are there yeah. is because of Aaron Rodgers. And he's right in that he said he could essentially do everything he needs to do not being on the team. You know what I mean? Not having been activated. So that is crazy and and I like Kyrie Irving. So I'm I'm not even saying this. I don't want to put Kyrie in a bad light. But Aaron is kind of becoming like the NFL's version of Kyrie Irving. Where you're saying off the wall stuff and people, you know, tend to think like, like even him blaming, he's saying, I don't think we played it, but he's saying that the media is jumping on him because of his anti-vaccination yeah, status. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, look, I got family and friends that I love that haven't, that are anti-vax. So that has nothing to do with what I'm he's saying. He's not anti-vax. He all. was allergic to something. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and he was <laughs> immunized, I guess. But yeah. but yeah, that has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm saying. And I'm sure what most people in the media are saying about his comments. Yeah. So I watched the interview with a chunk of it several times. And I, my biggest takeaway was that we've grown numb to the bizarreness of it. And I'll give you an example. If you came over to my house, it's a fictitious example for the record. <laughs> I don't really have these animals in my home. But I say, let me introduce you to my pets. And I say, here's Rocky, my dog. You're like, that's a nice dog. I'll pet him. And I say, here's my... My fish, Franklin. I'm like, oh, that's a nice fish. Can I feed him? And I say, here's my parrot. And he said, hi, 
Nick. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I love first things first. You're like, oh, yeah, that's what parents, they just talk. And they have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And we're just numb to how weird it is that there's an animal that you can talk and it can testify in court. Yeah. <laughs> that was me watching this interview where Aaron Rodgers, who is the face of a franchise, was saying things like, there's puppet masters who are puppeteering them. Then he also said he expected at one point for ESPN to dump out of the interview because what he was saying was too hot. <laughs> and he said something called mass formation psychosis, yeah. which I did Google and then said, well, what am I doing? And then stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is just yeah. odd. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, man, it's just weird. And we've just said, yeah, that's weird. But, like, that's just the way it is. But if any other quarterback said anything remotely like, yeah, you know, the puppet masters who are puppeteering me, we'd be like, what, what, what was that part? Yeah, but with Rodgers, we're just like, but he, we just keep it moving. But here's the problem. Aaron thinks that he's the relative on Thanksgiving that nobody wants to, you know, get caught in a corner with because this guy tells you the hard truths. Oh, yeah. When in reality, it's because you've told me to read 48 Laws of Power and about the Illuminati every Thanksgiving for a decade, and I'm tired of it. And, well, by the way, by, by the way, right, exactly. And, but, listen, let me be fair. I'm going to do exactly what Aaron said, because Aaron oh. said before you comment on him, you should have to disclose mm-hmm. your vaccination status. So, double vaxxed Pfizer not boosted. Uh, now, does that impact my opinion on Aaron Rodgers? No. You know why? Kirk Cousins not vaxxed. Nobody says a mumbling word about it. Nope. I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson's not vaxxed. I'm not sure. Best I can tell, Lamar Jackson won't even take Dayquil. My guy gets <laughs> sick every year. He's going to win the MVP. We don't. It, the commentary is not about your vaccination status. It's about you being the most disingenuous athlete of my lifetime. You were disingenuous about the vaccine. Mm. That was annoying. Not the status, the way you did it. You were disingenuous about your retirement status. Mm. 90% retired. You were disingenuous about coming out of the dark room. I'm going to play for the Packers. That was my only goal. You were disingenuous about how well Verizon works in Southern California. You were then disingenuous (laughs) about whether or not you wanted Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Tim Boyle on your team, or if Joe Douglas is just quite simply the worst talent evaluator in NFL history. You were disingenuous about why Nat Hackett's the offensive coordinator. You're now disingenuous about your own comeback which you were disingenuous about the entire time. So this is not about anyone's private medical decisions. It's about the biggest look-at-me Louie saying to his best buddy McAfee, why is everyone looking at me? It's so irritating. I mean, that's what it is. My God, and everybody knows it. I think A.J. Hawk knows it. I think A.J. Hawk is watching this like this guy's lost his mind. Classic puppet. (laughs) Coming up next, Mahomes must win. Maybe. Next, first things first. Classic. (laughs) Probably sue me like to follow Favre's. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience 
and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to the show. It's time now for the most beloved segment that has grown more literal by the day. It's must win. Remember, everybody, we're not in math class. Oh, well, I actually ran the models, and it's not actually a must win. Well, oh, 48%. No one cares. <laughs> talking about a spiritual kind of vibe must win. First up, Bengals in Kansas City. Browning came back to earth as Brew correctly predicted, and now he faces the reigning champs in a defense that didn't allow uh, Aiden O'Connell to complete a pass for darn near two hours. That's, I'm not even exaggerating. Mahomes at Arrowhead. Sure thing. At least it used to be. 40-9 all time, but all of a sudden, 3-4. and four. Uh, and teams are down, look, points are down, everything. everything's down. What's going on here? Yeah. Seems like you guys need fans, shouldn't be ostracizing people. <laughs> uh, Brew, start with you. Muswin? Well, look, just if they lose this game, I still won't be like 100%. They can't reach the Super Bowl because of Patrick Mahomes. All right. But absolutely, spiritually speaking, this is a must win. I I said it yesterday. I think Travis Kelsey and Mahomes, they've been great all year as far as protecting their teammates. But they're they're reaching a tipping point as far as I can tell. And what is – I mean, if they lose, is Kelsey going to throw a bench next time on the sidelines instead of his helmet? Is Mahomes – he's gone off on the refs. Is he going to go off on the media because he can't go off on his teammates? Like, they are – and even their play. Kelsey's dropping. I know he's always dropped a few, but he's dropping some passes. Sure. Mahomes obviously is making some mistakes trying to overcompensate. So I think they need a win uh, because their two best players, I think, are really getting completely frustrated. Uh, for me, no, this is not a must win. Wow. It, it's it's a must perform well if you're the offense. I mean, it's a must look better if you're Patrick Mahomes, to your point of if they're going to try to do something special, it's going to be on his shoulders. But this is not a must-win. They can't get the number one seed, which they're going to host a one, one postseason game, and then from then on, it's going to be what can you do so, on the road. So here's why it is a must-win. That's, that's very close, Greg. Here's why it is a must-win. Give yourself the bye. They win this week. They're basically locked into the three seed. They can't fall to four if they win this week, and they're not going to climb to one or two. And so I think Kelsey is banged up. I think Kelsey could use a week off. I think that what the Chiefs need to do in order for this to work, they need to not only win this week, they need the offense to look good and then have a weak reset. Have a weak reset where Mahomes, Kelsey, everyone sits out week 18 because they're locked in to that spot and then try to have, you know, a fresh start come the postseason. And it's a must win because, guys, if they lose, 
and the Raiders beat the, the Colts, yeah. then all of a sudden the division's on the line in Week 18. That's so wild. Yeah, so it's a must win. <laughs> it's well, a must Pierce win. needs that job. The fact that that's even a conversation, yeah. drop the contract. Uh, Arizona headed to Philadelphia. News today is that Kyler did not practice, so... Uh, this oh. is really a Bruce-specific lead since both <laughs> he and Devontae Smith say the Eagles aren't playing their best. Uh, they are favored by double digits, but their margin of victory, an unspectacular 7.1. They only have two 10-point uh, wins, which is the lowest out of any playoff-bound team. So, Brew, must win. Must, must blow out must win. Must blow sorry, out win. Especially if, I mean, it is, period. But if Kyler doesn't play... Absolutely. I mean, Kyler can make things crazy. So, but yeah, I mean, I want to see them get a win. And on, on one hand, I respect them coming out, and this has been now months, pretty much the whole season, and saying we're not playing well after wins. Even beating good teams, mm-hmm. we're not playing well. So I love what Devontae Smith said. But at some point, you've got to, I need them to win a game that they feel good about. Yep. I want 38 to 14 or something that they can feel good about after they feel, even if it's a bad team, we get it. They might have a backup quarterback. We get it. Blow them out. We need a blowout. So, yeah, must win. Must blow out. It's a must win for all the reasons you just said. They have not, this season, gotten a win and felt good about it. Period. Like, they have not st- stood at the podium and said, you know, that was a great win. I think we did a lot of great things. Now, there's always going to be things that you feel like you can correct. That's any game. It doesn't matter how great you play. But we haven't seen, coming from them, the the feeling of that's how we – that's the brand of football we're, we want out there. I'll take it a step further. I don't think Jalen has played a start-to-finish great game since October. Mm-hmm. So, I think it is a must Jalen Hurts play great game. The Cardinals do not have a good defense. Now, if Kyler doesn't play, they're drawing. Cardinals are drawing dead. If Kyler does play, there's a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Really? Yeah, I, the Eagles' yeah, defense just, is yeah, terrible. So. There is there is no there is no stat or metric you can find to say that, that the, the right. commentary the Chiefs' offense gets for being slightly above average, it, which is what they are. They're like mm-hmm. eighth in yards and twelfth in points. Is Exponentially more cutting than the commentary the Eagles even gets for being 27th across the board. That's true. And so, yeah, I think anyone can score on them with their starting quarterback. But so that's going to happen regardless. Jalen Hurts needs to play great because his defense stinks. The back end in particular. They had Jonathan Gannon revenge game. Yeah. I just realized it. Oh, Jonathan Gannon revenge game. And that's another thing. What do you mean? Well, he's not mad, is he? I'm probably mad they could have fired Sirianni for money. Okay, last (laughs) one. Brock Purdy in Washington. Brock coming off the worst game of his career, kind of benched for Sam Darnold. I don't know if we're officially calling that a benching or not. Uh, no, he got a no. stinger. He wasn't benched. But that's it felt like fair. he could come in. No, that's not fair. Why, Why are you that's stirring the pot? Yeah, that's not Guys, fair. Guys, I said, even Nick I said it wasn't kind a of, no. I said kind of benched. Yeah, he had a conversation with Kyle kind of a and Kyle's like, no, man, sit <laughs> you down. You just called right. it, it a bench. You've thrown four yeah. interceptions. Yeah. Let Sam Darnold throw one. And anyways, commanders are not the Ravens. No. By the way, go ahead, sorry. So look, here's the Ravens defense. It's excellent. Here's the commanders defense. It's terrible. So is this is a must-impressive win. By the way, Purdy. how happy deep down was Brock Purdy that that Darnold last pass was picked at the it. goal line <laughs> instead <laughs> of it being a touchdown? Oh, boy! The content farm was ready for two quick to Steve Young, Sam Darnold scores. Um, last time, Brock Purdy, if you guys remember, had a brutal game. The last game of the three-in losing streak, the Cincinnati game. Mm-hmm. He started that Jags game off 
with what Kyle Shanahan said was the worst decision he'd made as a Niner. Now, it was a touchdown. You guys remember yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, play. I disagree with that. And then, I thought uh, it was a sick pass. Okay, that's fine. I'm telling you what his coach thought. Right, 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 right. And so, coach and then he ended up playing great the rest of that game. So I'm really like interested, bro, in wow. how Purdy starts this game. Because I do think if Purdy turns the ball over early in this game, there's going to be a lot of internal and external alarm bells going off for him and for the team. For what? And what's going to happen? He's going to have shattered confidence going into the postseason as the one seed. I want oh, I, I thought you were going to. Okay, you didn't no. go to. He's going. No, to no, no, no. Okay. Of course, he, no. Okay. That ship has sailed. They probably uh, should have done it two months ago. But uh, this is what it is. No, <laughs> must clean game. Must play a clean game. Like yeah, that's yeah. A- it'd be great if he goes out and has three touchdowns and 270 yards, but he needs to be clean in a win. Even if he only throws one or two touchdowns, but no interceptions and makes good decisions, I think that's what they want to see. I agree. It's a must-play a clean game, but it's also a must-win because of the stats that you put up. Wilds, the commanders are absolutely terrible. Last, you got to throw you <laughs> you gotta, do your thing. You so two touchdowns and a Come on. resounding victory won't be enough? Tears next. Or is that, I mean, that's okay. You got to make sure Christian McCaffrey gets Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Lay out, hot mics, hot show, talking about Brady in Michigan. Uh, Live from New York, it's the show that is the Detroit Pistons of show. Wait, what? Greg's from Michigan. Wait, wait, no, 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 don't bring up the pieces right now, Wilds. No, but they're headed in the right direction once they get a win. That's it's the second hour, first things first. The four Pistons? Yes. Okay. I wasn't talking about the current Pistons. Oh, okay, got it. (laughs) Today, the Ravens called out teams who quote want to play basketball on grass. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite quote of the year might not actually be my favorite quote of this segment. Uh, Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers. Talking football. I was interested. Uh, thinks Josh Allen has a chance at the MVP. But right now, well, last night in a busy Chipotle, an elite group of academics, scientists, and Rasheed Rice fans and stands bought and toiled and burned the midnight oil to deliver the best segment in all of sports media. It's an honor and a privilege. It's a controversial. Why? 
Because oh, it's... Oh, I saw I a quick a preview. And it's oh. I was just about to compliment your intro. Edition of Nick Sears. Wilds right now, you know, playing through technical difficulty. Wilds goes mostly unscripted, except for the tears <laughs> and Mahomes Mountain <laughs> intro he puts in the prompter. Prompter wasn't working. You didn't miss a beat. Well, you also I managed. Up that Pistons thing. Yeah, I, you did, and you did manage to fit in there that you know Chipotle <laughs> because Wilds bought the whole staff Chipotle. They well, didn't well, tell you show. about that brew. You have a he did burrito me. bowl. I didn't know there. Greg doesn't eat any. I know All right, time for the <laughs> tears. All right, off the tears. These teams eliminated. Amazingly, no one joined them this week. The two teams facing elimination both won. But the relegation tier is now party. We will show it to you. Any of these teams, go to the tears, thank you, are out with a loss. Literally out with a loss. Their seasons will be over, so we don't need to spend much time on them. Hanging by two threads, these teams probably need to go 2-0 to have a shot. But depending on how this week shakes out, any of them could lose this week mm-hmm. and still be alive in week 18. Therefore, they are not on the relegation tier. Cursed by quarterback injury, Jags were 8-3. And then Trevor had to walk six miles through the snow to the locker room, and since then they've lost four in a row. <laughs> the Texans, what? we all saw the video, guys. He we saw he the video. It. Oh my! Uh, what are you guys laughing about? Okay, well, I, I don't understand. Was, they were eight and three. The quarterback got hurt, heroically walked himself yes. to the locker room. They have not been the same. The Texans, you guys gonna laugh at this? The Texans were rolling. C.J. Stroud got That's hurt. True. All of a sudden, they're not the same. The Colts also they drafted Andy Richardson in the top five. They've been having to get by with Gardner Minshew. That ship is maybe sinking a bit as of late. Yeah, but doing all right. They're okay, but all these teams, AFC South teams, cursed by quarterback injury. Red hot, lukewarm, ice cold. The Bucks are red hot, one four straight. Seattle, lukewarm. They were they were cold, but now they're hot. They were cold, and now they're hot. Winning back to back on their back to back last second wins. And the Eagles haven't played well in a month. Uh, three straight losses and then an ugly, ugly win. That's why they're all in that same tier. By the way, the Eagles in round one might end up playing either one of these teams. If they win the division, they could be playing Seattle. If they don't win the division, they'll be going to Tampa. Either of these teams can beat them. You know how I know? Because Bake Show and because I saw Seattle do it. Next, speaking of Philly, dreams and nightmares. For future playoff opponents, you're dreaming of, we get Joe Flacco. Oh, we get again. the down in the roller coaster of Josh Allen, but then you're thinking, the nightmare. There you go. We get the Browns defense. We get maybe the upside of Josh Allen's roller coaster. For first round or even second round potential playoff opponents, some good, some bad. Next, two great offenses and two great players. Love both their offenses, and I love Jalen Ramsey, and I love Aiden Hutchinson. And maybe I could have added Bradley Chubb and Brian Branch to that, but these teams are going to go as far as their offenses take them and hope that either Hutchinson or Jalen can make a game-changing play on the defensive side of the ball. Super Bowl upside. Quick sidebar the committee was discussing. If the Dallas Cowboys had Sean McVay as the coach, would they be far and away the best team in football? Something to chew on, but neither here nor there. Both of these teams have shown you over the course of the season for Dallas and over the course of the last six weeks for the Rams that this team is good enough to win three consecutive playoff games. The Rams had a tough start to the season, has been as good as anyone as of late. The only team to play Baltimore tough in the last month is them losing in overtime. And the Cowboys, despite a hiccup these last couple weeks, quite good. All right, this is binding. The committee will book the bet. Hmm. This is what we were discussed, because people are going to say, oh my God, how do you have the Chiefs that high? 
If you are watching this, and this applies for coworkers, colleagues, or anybody, and you have my phone number or the phone number of any committee member, and you would like to take any team beneath the Chiefs versus the Chiefs in a straight-up Super Bowl winner wager, the committee will book the bet. We've placed $50,000 in escrow for the to be able to handle these nice. wagers, so it's available. So if you're like, oh my God, Nick, the Lions should be out of the Chiefs, book the bet. You know how to call me, you know how to call the committee, we're available. Okay. Number two. Or second tier, I should say. Frank Lloyd Wright. What does that mean? Great architect? What's that mean? Read you a quote from Frank Lloyd Wright. Give me the luxuries of life, and I will willingly do without the necessities. Many people thought that was crazy. For Frank Lloyd Wright, it worked out well. For Kyle Shanahan and how to build a football team, I'm not quite sure ah! about it. Wow. He has all of the luxuries. He even has a great fullback. Teams don't even have fullbacks. He has two wide receivers that can block. The Steelers couldn't, hostage situation, one wide receiver to block. He's got a great tight end, the best running back in football. They had a great defensive line. They added uh, Chase Young. They just added Sebastian Joseph Day. All these luxuries, but what's the necessity this time of year? Solid quarterback play. Frank Lloyd Wright could do without. We'll see if Kyle Shanahan can. And then that, last but not least, now or never. The Baltimore Ravens. Mm. If this is not the year the Ravens go on an extended postseason run with Lamar Jackson, then questions, fair or not, will start to bubble up, which is when will be. Joe Burrow's out for the year. The Bills have been up and down. The Chiefs look more vulnerable than ever. Home field's going to go through Baltimore. Your team's healthy. If now is not the year you make the Super Bowl, then when will it be? That is the committee's tears heading into Week 17. Greg Jennings. Excellent. Um, got a couple questions with the tears. I do What's like it? the now or never the the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. I got to give you that. Like what about the Frank Lloyd uh, Wright? You got to make uh, it a playoff. Uh, that two great offenses and two great players. Mm-hmm. Those Dolphins. I'm finished with the Dolphins. Uh, disrespect. Oh, disrespect. Oh. Can I can I say this oh, really so, quick? Oh, in, finished. Former Dolphin great. For for Brew. Get it. Finished. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have got it, but from now Finland. I get it. <laughs> Gotta do that for Brew one time. But no, when you, I got it. I got it. But when you look at the Dolphins, like we, a lot of the focus has been on their offense, and, and rightfully so. When you look at those the numbers, they are a really good offense. Obviously, this is all season long, points per game. They're first. You see the stats. We know who they are offensively, but what I don't believe we know who they are is on the defensive side of the ball, and this is where this team is starting to oppress me. Without Jalen Ramsey, this is their defense. Hmm. They were kind of porous. They weren't able to stop teams from scoring. Obviously, yards per game. All these numbers are true. But when Jalen Ramsey uh, stepped on the field, all things changed. I mean, they're not giving up over 16 no, points true. a game. Yards per game is down. Like, these numbers are real. This team can get after the quarterback. They're up in the turnover per, uh, point per game. Like, I love what I'm seeing when it look when it comes to this defense. And why is this important? Because we know their offense can put points on the board. Mm-hmm. Defensively, can they stop you? Yeah. They're showing that now they can do both. That, they can well, put points on the board and they can stop. Well, I do feel like your graphic just kind of bolstered my take. That it's too. That they have a great offense and a great defensive player in Ramsey. I would also argue those numbers. While they the defense did well against Dak, the point I was trying to make yesterday I was wrong. 
when I said it to you because you said since the Bills game. It's since Ramsey's return, aside from Dak, they have played a really who's nobody of quarterbacks. So I think the, the defensive numbers are slightly inflated. They got two Jets games. They, yeah. so, Mac Jones gave Jalen Wynn. They got a Mac Jones game. They had those things. But I will say the defense has, and under Fangio, you would expect to get better as the year goes on. The defense is much improved. Drew, what's the problem? All right. What are we doing? Oh, just do one team, though. Don't do What are we doing? What do you mean? How in the world? What is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven? They are not only on the seventh tier. They are the last team listed on the seventh tier. Right, right, though. Yeah, I, I, look, I got a source on the committee. Well, it is rock, right, rock right. solid. Red hot, lukewarm ice cold. Yeah, on thank this one, on thank this one, Greg. It thank is. You. But Greg probably talks to yes. my same source. Go ahead. Um, you got leaks in your camp, man. I'm Go just ahead. letting you know. Uh, the Eagles, come on. Who are they better than? Half, they've beaten six of the teams that are ranked ahead of them. Yeah, and they've, uh, they've lost. Team. So I'll say all six. <laughs> I'll say six of those right, teams so at least. They Seattle. beat the they freaking Buccaneers by two touchdowns. They lost to They Seattle. beat Buffalo. Uh-huh. Yep. Did they? Was Buffalo one of those teams? Yeah, they, they beat, beat six of the teams. Yeah. They beat Kansas City. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Chiefs. I mean, what are we doing? And if it's recent, oh, yeah, but, Brew, they're struggling recently. Kansas City's three and five Book over the, the second half of the season. All right, I, I don't bet. You're lucky I don't bet because oh. I take everything you got. All right, but they, I'm saying, I mean, the Eagles need to move up. Like I said, six and three against teams hey. with winning records. They, look, they're Floyd Mayweather. All right? They're not knocking you out. No. People don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I want knockouts. Yeah. But Floyd, great, great boxer. Yeah. 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 Uh, great defense. Greg is on fire. Greg, you had your turn. You had your turn. Greg, I appreciate that. Great defense and never lost. Great More of like late stage sweet D Whitaker. Yes, me. Uh, uh, by, by the way, let me just say this. Go. Uh, we have, without revealing anything, a diehard Eagles fan on the committee. He argued they should be lower. I think Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts might argue True. they should be lower. Go ahead. The only person who believes in the Eagles is Brew and security guard, guard Tom. Those are the only ones. You know what I don't like? Bad vibes. So I'm moving the Packers maybe off the tiers for suspending Jair Alexander when he decided on his own to elect himself a captain, <laughs> ran out, and then made almost screwed up the coin flip by asking to play defense in the first and second half. Here was his explanation after the game. Take a listen. It's only suiting, you know. I don't think Coach knew I was from Charlotte, you know. So, so you just did that on your own? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it was like a, you know, the guys backed me up, you know. So they, they knew I was from here. I said, uh, I want I want our defense to be out there. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, I mean, it's pretty simple what I said. Like, I want the defense to be out there. they like, you mean defer? I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he was suspended. He was suspended. <laughs> Greg, Greg, he wanted to play defense. It was an, you know what? It's an unconventional theory, but it feels like. You know, I, if anybody can be a captain, but you can explain to me something upstairs that what? put it in some context. Yeah, look, it, 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 what he's saying, I understand him saying, I'm from Charlotte. Because typically when you're from some place and you're going back there, the coaches will elect you to be a captain. That you're was, allowed to just run out and no, be a captain? <laughs> no, you are elected captain. What he did... A uh, big no-no, and I'm I'm proud of the Packers for doing what they did. Wow! I will I will say this too. It's a big game. Like, He's a great player. It, the, he is. The the Panthers, however, I would be irate at the refs. 
because oh, because he, he said the wrong thing. He said, said the wrong the thing. Twice. You don't yeah. get a chance to Fix to it. correct right, it. Right, right, right. I will. I'll say like, this just for the record, this, guys. Not a captain. This is Wilds. This is the, in my opinion, the dumbest suspension. Since you remember when Cam got suspended for a quarter for not wearing a tie, Cam Newton. And if you remember how that game, they started Derek Anderson because Cam didn't wear a tie on the he team loves plane. Ties. Yeah, he didn't that day. Derek Anderson threw a pick on the first play of the game. I hope Jair's backup gets cooked on the first play of the game by Justin Jefferson. You can't. Sorry. You can't elect yourself captain and then go out. You're there. trying to make the playoffs. Handle no. it in house. Find him. Do something. You're making him miss a game. Because yeah. he was trying to have fun at the kickoff? Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ravens versus the 49ers was a battle of two tough physical teams. But after the game, Patrick Queen basically said, Sure about that? <laughs> sure about that? Here he was post game. We play a brand of football that people don't want to play. Uh-huh. Everybody won't be out here cute playing basketball on grass and stuff, and we ain't with all that. So you could do all that stuff, you just gonna hit in the mouth every play, honestly. Um, you know, we could care less about all the pretty stuff we do, gimmick stuff. You just got line up. You still got to line up, play football. You still got to get touched. So um, that's our mindset. That's how we want to come out and just you know hit people in the mouth. <laughs> what? About to turn this table over? <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> play basketball on grass, dude. That's- if I, I if I was playing, I'd be a Raven. <laughs> I mean, me, me, me and Patrick, we are like this. We are. What he said was essentially the breakdancers. What he said was essentially like me calling the Dolphins some breakdancers. Yeah, basketball. So he said it's the whole league. Here's the only place I disagree with what he oh said. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the AFC North is full of teams like the Ravens. I mean, look, the the <laughs> Niners, and I think the Niners, the Niners and the are, Eagles are tough teams. I don't think, and Eagles I think are. Dallas is not soft. I think they got a little toughness. I think Miami now is tough, but in the AFC North, the Niners are one in three against the AFC North. Think about that. And and oh. heck, the Ravens have lost what three of their three two two of their losses, right. or two of their three yeah. losses in the division. Like, yeah. if if you took Lamar and put him in Cleveland they would be where the Ravens are. If you took Lamar and put him in Pittsburgh, they would be where the Ravens are. That I mean, those teams are tough. The, the uh, Bengals, I don't Bengals think are on that level, but, they're, yeah, they're a different type. But that division is I, no joke. So, yeah, the, the I, only, I, I like what he The said. only thing, Greg, I disagree with is I think the Niners absolutely want to play that brand of football. The Niners, to me, have not only a tough defense, but they have – one of the most physical, toughest offenses in the entire their league. Their line isn't their, that their great. line isn't great, it's, but it doesn't not, mean they're not tough guys. And they have man, one of the greatest left tackles ever. And they have, in my opinion, the two, not the one, the two most physical receivers in football. Okay, but you the, don't think this was after no. the 49ers game, and I don't I know you, the question that was asked. Most you physical as far as blocking. Yeah, blocking guys. yeah I do think I that. Think but you don't Jay think Brown. this was this was a 
And it may not have been. I didn't see the full context beyond that. Quote. No, I think you he, don't think this was about the 49ers after the 49ers. Not, Nick, you I, you overlooked the Niners line. You talk but, about everybody being great. They got one of the uh, bottom ten offensive lines okay, in the league. I, I, I just, and that's I, I not saying that pro football focus ranks them around there. I disagree with that. Of course but you that, do. The, but the, regardless, I dis, even if that's what he's saying, I'm simply saying I think Patrick Queen is wrong about the Niners. I don't think they are a team that's trying just, to play. He just he was talking. About scheme and being well, cute, and he just about. blasted him. I, yeah. I got it. I, I, I can disagree with his opinion no, of it. Okay, all right, go ahead. <laughs> so, like, for me, number one, I love it. I know Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's all Ed Reed about right to come here. through. Right. But this is what, what you're talking about, like, across the league, as, pl- as a player, like, the one division that you knew played a different style of football, which was physical with a capital P, like, was the AFC North. And when you are in the NFC, there's a team that we feel like, oh, man, they, they play more, a little more physical than everybody else. That's the 49ers. They flat out went there, and punched them. them in the mouth, yeah. and said, we'll get back on the flight and come go back home. Their brand of football travels. All the teams that we've been talking about all year, the Dallas Cowboys, the Eagles, Great all, point. All, the Dolphins, all these teams that we talk about, it's like, but does your style of football travel with you? The Ravens and what Patrick Queen is saying is it doesn't matter where we play, when we play. If we got helmets, shoulder pads, lines, and a football, strap it up. We're going to bring what we always bring. Yeah, that's right. I, no, I, I agree with <laughs> that. You, you got them in the playoffs yet? Oh, my gosh. I'm just saying. Did you predict them to make? Why is he so I, I'm trying to remember. Did you? You and Nick. Bully. Nick, did you pick them to make the yeah, playoffs, Lamar's, Lamar's yeah. a front runner for MVP. They're, they're ma- they're you the did playoffs. pick them to make the playoffs? Did you pick them to make the playoffs? No, I had the Ravens I out. I, I was wrong. There's brew. We, brew. I, that's why I'm glad for the first segment of the show. Because you needed that, that W. Okay. That's why I love I love. Listen, it. you know what? I'm the glad. Go. Go. I'm glad hearing when I hear Patrick Queen say that. Because the Ravens right now, you just saw where the committee had them. The tiers, they're the top. They right now are the deserved team to beat. I'm glad that I'm a fan of a smash mouth, physical, defensive oriented football team. That's what I'm glad. Because that's what it yeah. seems like it you might have take to, to win get those short fields. Here. Yeah, and, exactly. And, right. and, and Bruce, you, you clearly would be a cowboy. We see you every single time oh! on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you, Greg is I'm just, glad you Greg didn't is tell me that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, if you get a chance, check out our podcast. It's absolutely free. It's been pretty good. On the verge of excellent. Uh, Coming up tomorrow, it's the most motivational segment in all sports. It's the Bud List, and there's tons of candidates. Tune in at 4 o'clock. Medals time. Rockets, Pacers. Dylan Brooks, my second... Favorite player. This got a Is tweet really a from you. Look at him. And now in the show twice. Watch it. Tell him about it. <laughs> we don't do enough basketball right now to have this much Dylan Brooks content. It's the last time he was in the show, Dylan's he was hitting people in the groin again. Put it in the show four times if we run it twice. Okay. All right. Metal stand. Won. They didn't even win. Metal stand. Uh, listen, I understand they've lost 27 in a row. But Cade. Played his tail off last night, tried to bring them back, tried to get them a win. 
I feel terribly for the well for him and maybe a couple of the other players. 41-9-5, give him a medal as the Pistons are one of the worst teams in modern NBA history. Silver medal, Ja. 31-4-7-1, mildly controversial celebration, but who really cares? As the Grizzlies win again, it's now six in a row, I yeah, think, since good. Ja came back. Well, 4-0. 4-0, but 4-0 since Ja came back. And then the gold medal from last night, Shea, 34-6-9. That first team All-NBA guard spot, not too early to start thinking about, too many excellent candidates. Steph might be on the outside looking in. Luca's got to have one. Shea, Halliburton, really tough. There's the metal stand from last Probably night. Luke in the and Shea. Thunder should go for Luke it. And Shea. Luke and Shea. I don't Shea. know who Thunder could add, but they should go for it. KD. Wow, that works. <laughs> They're going for Tomorrow's it. Tomorrow's A block. <laughs> you got a bunch of picks you're sitting on. Yeah. Tomorrow's A block. Tune in. Uh, MVP Josh Allen. Maybe, according to Aaron Rodgers telling Pat McAfee, if they finish the last two and win out, and if Miami loses uh, the next one, the week 18 is going to be for the division. If Josh has eight touchdowns the last two weeks and finishes with 48 combined touchdowns, oh. how do you not put him in the conversation? I thought this was cogent analysis. For the record, I have a graphic here. NFL MVP last 10 years. Yeah. You either have to be a number one or a number two seed to win yeah. the MVP. <laughs> Bill's currently in six. And this is also a graphic of quarterback wins the, the thing is this <laughs> that scenario that Rodgers laid out they'd be the two seed okay so that works so the, so the, the quarterback the, the, well, listen I Rodgers laid out a lot of ifs there if they win out Miami loses to Baltimore this week and Baltimore. he has eight touchdowns over the next two weeks right, that's if, if the check 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 if you do all those things the the problem is the guy who's leading he needs Miami to lose to Baltimore, which almost assuredly would mean Lamar plays really well in that game. You know what I mean? And so then how is Lamar going to fall yeah, off? See, he, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with Josh being MVP adjacent. I don't because he is the bus driver of that team wow, for good like or for the He does right, need – he needs Tua and Lamar to really struggle over the next few weeks. But, look, this is an odd year. It's non-quarterbacks are right there yeah. in the running McCaffrey and Hill. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant was leading it at one point. Mm -hmm. Uh, the QBs with mediocre stats, you know, uh, Lamar might win it. And so Josh, Josh is, could come Josh out. Speak is next tomorrow. Should KD go to the back to the Thunder? No, it's not. <laughs> it's a 